chill, the chill of night, the scene of a crime, like a streak of light, he arrives, he arrives, just in time, he's there, just in Spider-Man, Spider-Man Does whatever a spider can Spins a web and he sighs Catches thieves just like flies Look out, here comes the Spider-Man He's swinging around This is episode 564 for July 2019 And you're listening to the Spider-Man Crawl Space Podcast And I'm your host Brad Douglas And that opening song is an acapella version Of the 60s Spider-Man theme song From a group called Midtown The Midtown Quartet They're up on YouTube Uh, Great rendition of the Spider-Man theme I love it very much, very cool before we get to this episode, reviewing two amazing Spider-Man issues, I want to thank people that made this episode possible by supporting us on patreon.com crawlspace. And the people that did that include Robert, John, uh, Michael R., Alex, Frazetta Hulk, AJ, Stephen, David, Dowd, Zach, Thomas, Ricky, Matthew, Michael, Frederico, Jonathan, Craig, Laura, Patrick, Andrew, Michael K, Hefskimo, JB, Austin, Stephen, Stuart, Jay, Alex, Scott, Kean, Brian, Nick, Taylor, Will, Jose, Symbiobro, Comet Omelette, hashtag something good for you, Christopher, Dom, Frederick, and Stephen. Again, thank you each and every one of you that I just mentioned for supporting us. Uh, if you would like to ensure more episodes come out in the future, log on to patreon.com slash crawlspace. You can hear exclusive podcasts by being a Patreon member, like our Spider Satellite Review, which we often <laughs> review like 15 issues in one of those podcasts. We've also uh, got PS4 reviews of the DLC, uh, some uh, review, uh, not reviews, some podcasts examining spider mysteries, like who is the Centidemon, aka Kindred now. I still like the name Centidemon. Oh man, wish they would have gone with that. Anyway, we're going to be talking about the Kindred in these two episodes, so let's get to it. Hey, Crawl Spacers, welcome to our review show. We're going to review two books, Amazing Spider-Man number 824 and 825. They're right here. Uh, Let's introduce the panel. We've got Neil. What's going on, Neil? Well, um, it's 10.15. I didn't get a sandwich, so I'm hungry (laughs) and I'm sad. All right. What's going on, Mike? Oh, besides my big giant head? George filling up the screen here as I look through our, our wonderful uh, 12 viewers watching on the on the YouTube chat. Our, our um, audio listeners can't see that giant head, <laughs> but they know it's there. Uh, we, the supreme intelligence. We have JR. Yes. What's going on, JR? <sighs> a little tired, a little tired. Expended a lot of energy that last uh, show, but, uh, you know, so I'm just going to take it easy. There you uh, go. <laughs> <clears throat> we have Javi. What's going on, Javi? Welcome hey, to the show. 
I forgot to mention this last episode, and I'll show it for our YouTube listeners right now. I purchased the uh, Alamo's Far From Home Spider-Man pint glass. Oh, nice. nice. So it's got everything but the uh, homemade suit on it. And I also got the pin of whatever the new suit is called as well. That's oh, cool. So would you like a would you like a cereal, but <laughs> um did you uh, they were selling popcorn buckets what's far from home on it. I didn't get I didn't get the upgrade. But um we also have uh Peter. What's going on, Peter? Not much. How are you, sir? We just did a have you seen Far From Home yet? No. <laughs> <laughs> gonna see it anytime soon, huh? Are you gonna see it when it streams or something? Is that what yeah, you're gonna probably. If, you Yeah, probably. If I'm Disney bored Plus. and there's nothing else better going on yeah. TV, I might watch it. <laughs> All right, Javi is leading us off with the review. Um, take me through it, Javi. All right, so we've got Amazing Spider-Man 23, or as us old timers like to call it, Amazing Spider-Man 824. Yeah. So the issue opens up with a sense of deja vu as it's raining at stately Craven Manor Mm -hmm. and someone's being buried in a black Spider-Man suit. But this time it's Papa Craven himself. He's dead yet again after the conclusion to hunted. So the now deceased Craven's favorite bag of flour (laughs) runs into the mansion, strips down and starts wrecking things just like his old man did in Craven's last time. As you do. As you do. So we cut to our friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. He's leaving the rest of New York's heroes to handle all the escape criminals in Central Park. And he rushes to MJ's rescue like he should. Mm-hmm. Afraid that his vision of her is true and that she's dead. So as Spidey's racing across town, the Vulture, in custody with a bunch of the other villains, forms the Savage Six. Because that's Marvel's alertive theme for the month. And Sinister mm-hmm. Six was taken. Uh, Taskmask. Or Taskmaster rescues Blank Ant from a whooping because other villains were gang, uh, ganging up on him. And mm-hmm. maybe promises him a cameo in the Black Widow movie to make up for his betrayal. But Aha. we've still got to work that out. Uh, Felicia returns the Lizard's junior-sized bag of flour home. <clears throat> and a colony of vermins are stocking the subways. So mm-hmm. Peter finally gets back uh, home. And he finds the broken glass like he did in his vision, blood on the floor, and he's fearing the worst. Uh, But a very much alive MJ lets out a scream as she sees the black-suited Spider-Man. So seeing that she's okay and only injured in a domestic laundry incident, he starts to (laughs) break down and cry, and Marvel's best couple embraces. Yeah. And then the evil centipede evilly monologues from the window. Uh, elsewhere, uh, Craven's bag of flour has switched from raging to drinking, and he notices a note behind his papa's favorite rifle. So, in that note, his dad has proclaimed him flour no more, and he is the new. And then, in, in true MCU fashion, we get a post-credit scene with the chameleon revealing that he's been there all along, and he mm-hmm. will get his revenge. Yeah. Ha ha ha! Yay! Yeah. Nice recap. Very nice. Yeah. Very good. Very concise. So let's go around the uh, the horn. Uh, Javi, what would your grade be? Not. Uh, I'm gonna give it an A. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see. Peter, what's your grade? A. Uh, Jr. I'll give it a B. Uh, Mike. <laughs> um, I'm giving it a B as well. Uh, Neil. A. A out of me. I liked it also. Hmm. 
I thought I, I, I'm looking at the art right now. I thought he had a tattoo, but he's I I, I, I guess no, I missed it's, the um, I thought that's it's tribal body paint. It's body paint. I thought it was all body like paint, tattoo yeah. on there on there as well. It's like yeah. you know, but nope. No. Um, so let's um, let's hear the pros out of Javi. Not to steal any thunder from Peter, but when um, Spidey comes home and finds MJ, and the way that Otley just sells his expression and the tears well up in his eyes. And then she see, cause she's mad that he's in the black suit because she's told exactly him from, mm-hmm. from the venom storyline, how much she hates that. Renew your but vows. Once, forgot that. Yeah. Once she sees Oof. how distraught he is and relieved that she's okay. I mean, she just holds him and they both embrace each other. And that made just about everything worth it right there for this whole re- good, but drawn out way too long story to finally see mm. them together again and the impact it had on them. Yeah. Some other pros. Let's hear it. Task. Um, ma- I, oh, oh, go ahead. Taskmaster Black Ant. Taskmaster Black Ant. <laughs> best, best romance lives to fight another day. Yeah. Would you read a miniseries by them? Oh, yeah. If Spencer was writing it, oh, yeah. I would totally read that. Yeah. Mike, go ahead. Pros out of you. Um, I actually liked... Um, I actually kind of liked, I mean, uh, this was, this was very much kind of like setting the stage for future pl- stories. And I like kind of the, those, some of the stuff what's being teased here. Like you got this idea of like that we have a whole uh, basically, you know, gaggle of Ravens basically down. I mean, so it's a mixture of like, there's a kind of a horror thing with that, that whole pack of Ravens, like down in the sewers, or then you've also got, no, 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 sir, excuse me, vermin, excuse me. Um, the vermin pack or whatever it is, I guess we're saying. Um, the also the idea of how Spencer was able to kind of mix, kind of like balance, kind of the, some of the more comedic and basically like um, and the more dramatic stuff, like that scene with MJ. I mean, the idea is like, oh my gosh, he gets home and you find out, oh no, he just cut her arm with some glasses to fake out. But then the emotion that's involved with it, with Pierce, is so like um, Javi was saying, is like there, so there's he's. This is the, the issue. Kind of does a really nice mixture of of, of, of Spencer kind of say, able to balance those kind of those moments very well. Like it doesn't it, it doesn't seem to be like under other other circumstances it'd be kind of a weird tonal shift if you suddenly jump from something haha to something oh you know tear and everything like but but no he does a very he does a very ex- exceptional job in doing that and I thought that that was but and so it's in terms of this like and so in terms of like setting up future plots i thought that it, this did issue did exactly what it was supposed to accomplish in that regard yeah um it, yeah. it's uh continuing spencer's run of uh fixing things slot broke he uh mm-hmm. he put craven back in the ground well that's not was that something i think that was a joe uh, kelly uh, wasn't uh, it it's it's things that make brand new day or big, i'm big gonna get thing. into that i'm gonna actually gonna get into that in my con section so he's just oh really you wanted craven back live no, 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 no. It's different. It's a different, different thing. Okay. Different, slightly different. Um, I, 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 I'm okay with this Craven. Uh, he needs a name, but I, mean, I guess he, he's Craven the Hunter. I guess I don't he, know. Yeah. He can be. In effect, he more or less is Craven. He was taught by Craven to be Craven, and so yeah. it allows the original to be respected and put back into the ground. But it also lets writers who don't care about continuity to have their Craven and do what they want with him. Yeah. Uh, other co- other pros. What else we got? Um, I it's a little bit. Of, it's mainly 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 a pro, yeah. uh, but it comes with a bit of a con. I I thought the artwork was really stellar, mm-hmm. and I liked the um, 
the parallels with Craven's Last Hunt. Yeah. Um, I, I know JR is not a big fan of that story, but that had a profound impact on me as a kid because I was yeah. 10, JR. I was 10. It blew my mind. Okay. Okay. JR was 40. So, <laughs> but, so I liked seeing the, the parallels that he was bringing back again. Um, and I appreciate what he was trying to do with it. But at the same time, one of the things that for me works so well with Craven's Last Hunt is the consistent art uh, by Mike Zeck. Mm-hmm. And over the course of uh, how many issues now, we've bounced through no, a bunch of kids, a bunch of so oh, many different yeah. artists. So mm-hmm. as a whole, it doesn't um, hold up as well for me. It doesn't reach the level of also Craven's, Craven's Last, Last Hunt was six parts. Yeah. It, this it doesn't is have the 60 parts or whatever. Out 11. Well, 11, it's 11. six parts plus with all those little tying huh. things too, which yeah. makes it feel yeah, huh. the issues, which but having it feel longer, having Otley back at least, you know, yes. it, it brought a great pencil to the table to close it mm-hmm. out. Yeah. I really like his black costume Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, other pros. What else did we like about it? Uh, I like I, the chameleon coming back. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that that, that sets up a lot of uh, suspense. I because I thought he was dead, uh, and it, last... ca- it it caught me off guard. Yeah, like, it did. I didn't. I, I, mean, did, I didn't expect to. I didn't expect to see it. And when he revealed himself as a chameleon, I'm like, oh god, I didn't see that coming. That was clever. Plus, it's a great callback to Amazing Spider-Man 375. Because remember, if anyone remembers, I think that's what I think that's the issue number, correct issue number, where you have that kind of like that backup story involving the chameleon. Um, oh, I forgot where he's by, where, where he's back, where he's by Craven's uh, grave size says, Oh, I'm going to avenge your death. And then, which of course led to the robot parent storyline, which, which is, which is, but uh, 375, so I remember the handshake of Venom and Spidey. I don't remember the cra- chameleon at all. Yeah, there was a back. It has a backup thing, and that's what led. That was eventually. It's supposed to be the whole thing where kind of the hint that this chameleon was behind the whole robot parents thing coming up and everything like this. I so that's that why. was Harry Osborn. No, 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 no. Well, Harry. Well, no, chameleon with and Harry Osborn were in cahoots. Yeah, to, oh, to that's behind right. that whole okay. thing. Yeah. Um, after was it life theft or is it pursuit? I think it was life. Oh, where he defeats Chameleon, life. and then you find out that it's Harry at the end with the gotcha. That's Zach exactly. would know. Zach would know. Yeah, life life theft is the end. The vulture of one. parents, right? And then okay. pursuit is where you know he goes after the Chameleon, and then find out that Harry was the one who basically financed and you know right. gave him the idea. So right, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, other pros before we move on I, to cons. I, I have a small one. It's not really a part of the story itself, but more of the stuff behind the scenes. Okay. Uh, this page. This page that says thank you, JM Demadius and Mike Zek for Demateus. Yeah, and yep. it, it says it says a lot about Spencer's character that he's not going to like say, "Oh, my take on Craven is superior to Demadius." <laughs> yes, you it, the word it, "superior." I see what you it, did there. It t- mm-hmm. it tells us that he is willing to accept. Oh, I might not be the best Craven storyteller, but I'm going to at least try my best. It shows a lot of character that he's willing to admit when he's when when he's coming second. And is, and I don't think there's any shame in being second to Craven's last hunt. If anything, that's a pretty high esteem he held in. Yeah. 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 I don't think he tried to write a Craven's last hunt thing. He's just trying to pay hom- homage to the story. I mean it's obviously a love letter so, to anyway. a, yeah. it's mm-hmm. a love letter. That's all oh, Peter, we haven't heard yeah. some pros out of you. What's some pros? Well the chameleon was one of them. And oh, that's right. uh, and yep. then, uh, like Javi said, and you didn't steal any thunder because you said it point 
you know, right on the spot. Just uh, it's referring back to number one, where Peter says, you know, he needs Mary Jane to do this right. And seeing mm-hmm. this, the emotion in his eyes, like, you know, oh, she's okay. But, you know, he was really worried. And we'll get into the mm-hmm. ne- next issue about that. But yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Spencer's still sticking with that. And that's, that's what I love. I mean, he's, he's still sticking with, uh, you know, the plots and the storylines that he set up from the very beginning. I'm, I'm very excited. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Okay, we're ready to move on to cons. I want to. No, I, I want to jump in and say that uh, I, uh, a big pro. I mean, one, this is kind of overall kind of really a. It was a prologue, so it was kind of a more. Mm-hmm. But but I, I like the fact that Spencer returned Craven to the grave mm-hmm. because I mean uh, you know characters come back from the dead all the time, but the thing is Craven was thoroughly despondent and took his own life you know um you know dr octopus died because in something stupid so yeah i didn't mind him being brought back by mystical ninjas because killing him off was stupid same with mysterio killing mysterio off was stupid so whatever they come up with is fine you know norman norman died in a in a great story theoretically but you know he came back through pseudoscience fiction you know, but this, this was, I, I really felt bringing Craven back was wrong because I mean, mm-hmm. this was mm-hmm. just the nature of the way the totally character, agree. the way the character went out, you know, and when he comes back from, and, and this is, I mean, and I, and I guess really, I mean, it kind of was acknowledged that his family did him a disservice by bringing him back. I mean, his state of mind is not going to change, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, and so, I mean, I think I'm, you know, and, and obviously this story in this story, it pretty well shows that it didn't, you know, that he, he knows he belong. He, he knows he should be dead. You know, he doesn't belong in the land of the living anymore. He should be dead. Uh, and I, 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 you know, like I said, I, I give Spencer credit for putting that genie back in the bottle, but also coming up with a, you know, a way if, you know, a bringing Craven back, if you want to use the character, you know, a clone. JR, I, I would argue Craven's death is as good as Norman's death. I think they're about equal. Mm-hmm. Uh, why is it because of your attachment to Norman that you don't object so much to Norman coming back? Well, of course. Yeah. I mean, uh, I mean of course. I mean, you know, I mean, it, it was just. Uh, I remember uh, I was I was a bit ticked off because well, it it it, uh, it uh, made a- ASM one twenty two less of a comic. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I understand that argument. I mean, I do. Yeah. Um, the, 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 thing is though, what had happened was the clone saga had become such a cluster F, Yeah, you know, that, you know, and see, Zach's not here, so we can say that. And I didn't say the, I didn't say the rest of it. I left off the last three letters. Okay. <laughs> uh, and, so, and Vanna White came in my brain and turned the other two, yeah. three over. But the way the clone saga had gone, it was almost well, who could who could be responsible for this? Facade. So, you know, in a, in a way, the return Norman, Norman's return was much better than Craven's return. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, I mean, I and again, that. Norman again. Norman's. I mean, Norman didn't kill himself. Uh, I mean, in a way, Norman died logically. He killed Gwen, and then he he died, and you know, it's kind of. But but one but even Roy Thomas made the comment of saying you know that you know. Uh, you know, he didn't agree with the death of the Green Goblin. I think it was Roy Thomas that said that. He said that it made it for a good story, but then you can't use the Green Goblin again. You can't mm-hmm. use Norman Osborn again if you do that. But again, it was Norman's return, quote unquote, made pseudoscience comic book sense. Yeah. Um, 
you know, and Mysterio's and, and Doc Ock's deaths were just so stupid to have allowed that to happen, the, either one of those to happen, that I didn't care how they got brought back or if there was yeah. even an explanation. Mm-hmm. But now Craven, I mean, that was a pretty serious thing, literally. I mean, he committed suicide mm-hmm. uh, to bring him back that didn't see that just didn't seem right yeah. and to be honest that was his only cool story really he was kind of a i, mean, I know that everybody you know but but <laughs> think of what craven had been before that you know i mean he'd mm-hmm. been appearing in marvel chillers or whatever i mean he he wasn't really considered you know, a great villain cra- until he killed mm-hmm. himself craven yeah. has the same well, problem gwen stacy does their deaths are better than their their previous issues they're yeah. better off dead it's Very almost true. like it's almost like craven craven being dead is more effective than Craven mm-hmm. being alive. Yeah. Um, so, but I, and I, again, not to repeat, but I did like the, the, the Peter MJ scene because, you know, it's not oversold, but Peter just has been through so much emotion. He just breaks down. I mean, and I think we've all been through that where we've been through something. We've kept on a, a brave face. We've been strong or whatever. And then all of a sudden we just lose right. him. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. I mean, so that was, that was, I, I thought that was a fairly uh, effective scene as well. Any other comments before we move on to 825? There are two jokes that got me like a, a visible laugh. The first was um, them, the, the weekend warriors taking off their headsets and one of them goes, I want a refund. And one guy goes, a refund? Bob's dead. Then he should get a refund too. And then you got Captain yeah. coming and talking about gaming laws. Um, and then and, and then when uh, Black Man is surrounded by the menage, I guess the menagerie, uh, Toad goes, wear his skin. And then the human fly goes, let's not get that weird. Yeah, mm-hmm. I do want to mention. Mention. I think if we're going to briefly, as to kind of, it's my con about the whole Craven thing. Now, don't get me wrong. I totally agree with Jr. that Craven, the hunter, is better off dead. He should never have been brought back. My problem is when they turned Craven Jr. into essentially Craven. I mean, they made him cut his hair. He's now dressed in the same Craven costumes. Looks just he had like a very. Him. I mean, yeah, and it's like, and to me, when I saw that, I'm like, then what was the point you just basically killed off craven and now he's technically back but not really you just yeah. he had a see i mean the thing is i actually liked the look that 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 his quote-unquote son clone thing had and to try to basically sort of oh we're gonna sort of bring him back as his clone dressed in that thing i to me it seemed to me it kind of diminished the whole purpose of this of this arc a little bit hopefully his um, next appearance it, it makes his character develop a little bit more so he's not such right like his daddy because because so. we could get in a situation here where you basically in the next if if, if this guy this if craven's son appears and people haven't read this arc they're yeah. going to think that oh craven's it's still alive and then they're gonna have to hear all this backstory and stuff right or it could be like another thing where we get another round of oh elasha cravens or grim yeah. Hun- or grim hunter and all that other stuff that we yeah. which had before um yeah. i hope it doesn't get into that thing i think this so potentially I was thought that was a little bit worrisome where the end, like, Oh, he just looks like, he just looks like Craven. Or in this case, he kind of like the way uh, Otley draws, uh, draws him kind of like yeah. Freddie Mercury. But then again, he kind of, <laughs> but then again, yeah. that's how draw, Otley kind of usually draws guys with mustaches. No offense to Otley. Cause he's a great artist, but uh, yeah. So moving, but, moving on. Go ahead, Neil. I just want to make sure I understand your argument because I, I, I'm fairly sure I understand it, but I think your argument isn't necessarily what they did with Craven in this specific storyline, or it might be, but more the ramifications of what just making another Craven yeah, does for future storylines. It's the ramifications of trying to turn Craven's 
son clone into Craven. I feel like I, they, like like Lily looks like exactly like him because he's a younger I, version. Of I the feel thing. like that was intentional on Spencer and Otley's part oh. because mm-hmm. it, again, it's a way for writers who don't really pay attention to continuity or yeah. like are on like C list books to have their cake and eat it too. Because like, oh, isn't Craven dead? No, here's his clone who looks exactly yeah. Like but him. that's yeah. that's kind of what I have the problem with the thing is, is is it kind of like it's trying to have its cake and eat it too a little bit with this, yeah. and I think it because I mean. You either just keep Craven dead and have his son basically like with the whole because I again make him look distinctive you like, you wish rather than were, trying to make him look exactly like his dad. You wish those were tats kind of, and not just body paint. Yeah, I just I figure yeah, I think gave he, it I figure he should yeah. just yeah, he made him like kind of lose his identity as a result, I think, a little bit. Of so it. moving on to 825, I decided to give this to Peter because the opening scene is Peter and Mary Jane are making out. Who yeah. better to do commentary than Peter, <laughs> who loves Mary Jane more than Peter Parker? Go ahead. Really? I, I, mean, I mean, do I come out with that impression that I am su- obsessed you with that character? <laughs> you are a little bit? Big, big no way. Best friends with the redhead. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, 825. Um, is written by Spencer, uh, covered by right Ryan Otley. So it's good to see him back. And yeah, yeah, like Brad said, you know, we start off with a little bit of uh, Peter and uh, MJ making out, like uh, two horny teenagers after prom at a Manhattan landscape called the Vessel, I believe. Yeah, um, what that's a, what it's called. It's a waste I, of Manhattan real estate. If it looks like an upside it down. It really is. It looks it like is, an upside down yeah. pine cone. I, I don't upside know. Yeah. yeah. It, it so. By the way, the vessel is not actually its official name. That's just a, like a placeholder. They don't know exactly what to call it yet. I thought they called it Hive <laughs> or something like that. Yeah, so. that was one of the things they were tossing around. Like, that's a possible name that they're going to na- yeah. name it. I mean, yeah, that's in the middle of like this huge multi-billion dollar development at the old Hudson Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the I mean, yep. yeah, point real. is that uh, Spider-Man and Mary Jane are making out in it. So yeah. really <laughs> So we can uh, get back on track, Peter. Go ahead. <laughs> so uh, they're getting uh, they're they're getting their groove on. Uh, he's getting his mojo back, but uh, you know he's a little distracted because of all the things that happened in the hunted. But he's really distracted about the images that he was having with Mary Jane being hurt and possibly killed. They're uh, a guard, a security guard, ruins that mojo, and uh, they swing away. And then we caught we we uh, we catch up to uh, Mysterio having a therapy session with his new psychiatrist in full costume. I might add. I mean, it's, <laughs> he's in his green leotard, fishbowl. That's pretty comfy, actually. Just the the, the therapists indulge in the supervillains and let them wear their costumes. I like that. Well, it could be that's a hint how of something they do else. things at uh, Ravencroft. Sure, why not? Um, so basically, uh, the whole thing is about you know Mysterio telling that. Uh, He's been tortured uh, by this demon-like creature, and the therapist is still trying to figure out, you know, that he didn't actually die. It's all inside of his head. You know, all these things that are happening, all these illusions, all these tricks that are played on his victims were actually, you know, playing with his mind, too. So he didn't actually die. There's some so uh, that's great- a nice little retcon of Kevin Smith's issue. Yep, they got uh, Kevin Smith, uh, Daredevil uh, story arc in there, just uh just a little continuity that Nick Spencer seems to be doing really well with clean all it up, baby, clean it up. And then we got to a scene where uh, Peter can't sleep, even though a beautiful redhead is laying right next to him. I mean, <laughs> sure, I can get that, but uh, he's really having a a hard time with the images that he's been seeing, and also someone else 
that he's been seen as well. We're just going to call him Scented Demon for now. Until the last page. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there. So, uh, uh, the th- so we cut back to the psychiatrist talking to uh, uh, Mysterio and saying that uh, it's all in your head. And what you really need to do is this demon creature, you need to say his name just to confront your fears and say my get name, back to Say my name. Exactly. Get back to uh, your sane self. And Mysterio doesn't want to do that. He doesn't want to say his name and doesn't want to talk about it. Uh, the psychiatrist keeps on, you know, pressuring on like, so, because uh, you know, as we learned from Beetlejuice, when you say the name at least three times, they appear. Oh no! Sent to demon, sent to demon, sent to demon. Okay, go ahead. Well, it could be like Candyman too. You don't want to say. Oh, that. does Candyman you know, do that too? Yeah, I don't. Don't, know. don't look in the mirror. Five times. Name. Yeah, you got to yeah. look in the mirror though, don't you? Yeah. For that one. Yes, you do. That's anyway, true. all right. So we all fall down with the sent to demon coming through. So yeah, uh, basically, uh, Mysterio's not budging. He's not, you know, taking about anything. He doesn't want to talk about this one nor. So the psychiatrist kind of gives up. He's like, "Fine, you know, tell me about your mom. You know, maybe it's something going on with your mom." That's very but- Freudish. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> tell me about your mother. Um, Did you have feelings for her? Exactly. And but uh, no, uh, right when he says that, you know, once he messages his mother. You know, a whole bunch of centipedes and rats come out, and then, you know, he makes his appearance. By the way, that, that panel looks very Doc Ock-ish, doesn't it? Oh, a little bit. Oh, I'm not even there yet. Which oh, one? I thought she busted through the door. No, not yet. Uh, okay, the, psychiatrist, the psychiatrist sees what's going on and starts to believe that Mysterio was telling the truth, that he did die, and then Demon brought him back. So he he just leaves. He just leaves. Yeah, <laughs> the out, and then uh, Sunday Demon comes through, you know, busting out. Bet hey, you that guy still got, I bet Mysterio still got billed. <laughs> Go <ahead. Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so Sunday Demon comes by. and Doesn't you know, that look Doc Ockish? Yeah, he comes out like mm-hmm. this to check out my Tentacles? superior Spider-Man thing. Um, but uh, then he says he's not there to kill him. He's this to apologize, you know, keeping secrets. Might actually, you know, help you uh it may it will yeah, i'm sorry i can't talk it will make you lose your mind and that's a that's a clue that i'm going to lean on to who this sent demon really is okay but actually it's really there to kill mysterio <laughs> <laughs> and uh uh throughout all of this uh, after he you know completely you know destroys sure. mysterio slots him like mass murder he goes on to say that uh peter's watching this in his dream the entire time yeah uh, is that cool. Peter's watching this in toll whole uh, murder. He wakes up screaming, Mary Jane's right there trying to comfort him. And uh, we find out that uh, this demon's name is actually kindred as in kindred spirits. There you go. And we conclude uh, with that. And, and we have a final page for ultimate carnage or uh, yeah, maximum. A, a pigeon turns into a symbiote or something like that. Yeah, parrot yeah. turns into a symbiote. Okay, next, uh, grade. Next time, <laughs> next grade, time it's seven ninety nine. <laughs> Peter, yeah. what's your grade? This gets an A plus for me. Okay, oh, awesome. Javi, uh, uh, grade another A. Jr. You're muted, Jr. <laughs> Sorry, there. I didn't let anybody hear me ch- crunching on my ice in my Mountain Dew. Um, I, I gave this one a C. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, okay. you know, well, well, hold on. I'll, I'll get to you. I'll get to you. Hold on. Yeah. Uh, Mike, grade B plus. Uh, Neil, A plus. A plus. All right. A out of me. Uh, Peter, let's hear your pros. Well, the pros is that Spencer's doing a really good job with uh, continuity with Mysterio. 
Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. uh, like all this stuff did happen. This is not a recon. This is the stuff that's going on. Um, of course, the Peter and Mary Jane stuff is there, which uh, really is shining through. You know, I'm a big fan of that, in case right. any of you did not know that. <laughs> um, Ryan Otley, he's back. And oh, I yeah. can, I can see that his Looking art good. is just cleaned up after since, you know, issue one through five. Um, I, I don't. I don't know if he uh, takes he's his, his spider groove. Yeah, he really is, and uh, he's just doing a really good job. And just like uh, the interaction, the characterizations of all these characters, even this new therapist, is just really fun to read. And I'm enjoying a lot of it. One of my biggest pros was that whole sequence was a Peter dream. Mm-hmm. I didn't see that yeah. coming. I mm-hmm. thought that was a very nice twist. I thought right. that was really so. Good. You can the, you can count on Mysterio not being dead. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. The I, other thing, I, 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 yeah, I go ahead, just, Neil. I would disagree with that just because one, um, I, or not. This is the only point, but um, Mysterio not dying kind of takes away from Kindred's menace because if he's like this all-powerful demon man that we've kind of uh, predicted him to be, then him not being able to figure out his Mysterio it kind of is kind of a letdown, if you ask me. Mm. I I think it shows that he has more of a power like Nightmare. He can go in Spider-Man's dreams and give mm. him a nightmare. Yeah, and that's what kind of completely threw me off of like who this yeah. kindred guy could be too. I mean, but I mean, there's possibilities. But the thing is, what I really liked about this, I mean, about that whole psychiatrist thing, one was um, the way the whole thing is set up. I mean, if you, if for any of you budding comic book artists are out there, look at this issue because this is a prime example of how to do, of of how to just set use inking to set up a mood. Because you mm-hmm. notice the whole thing. I mean, he plays. I forgot who the anchor on this thing. I wish I, you know, could, on this thing. It's Mark Morales and um, no relation to Miles. No, it's yeah, Mark, it's Mark, Mark, Morales, Mark right. Morales and Cliff Rathburn. Do you say yeah, that the, the, the inks got darker? Is that what you're saying? Because no, the, what, what, no, because what the way the way um the way here's the thing. I was taught years ago about like by an art instructor. Like the way you do strong, the way you really show shadows, you have to contrast it with sharp lights. To light against dark, and the way that they, the way the uh, the Watley and Rathburn and everybody, they compose the sh- compose these scenes, especially that one opening scene with the psychiatrist scene, you really get this very strong like inks and stuff like uh, the shadows of the uh, psychiatrist's face mm. to make him seem more mysterious. Whereas everything else is like you see the spotlight on mysterious. So it's a very so it kind of sets this idea that there's this kind of like almost this kind of a creepy, yeah. kind of like foreboding sense of foreboding. And the fact is that Spencer so cleverly kind of makes you think that this psychiatrist is going to, is actually kindred. Mm. He's totally setting that. I mean, I, he's totally setting that up to make you think that, Oh, this is who the this, whole, the like, whole time for the psychiatrist. J.R. I was thinking Bart Hamilton. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I was thinking, I, I can was, see him I, seething. I, I was thinking yeah. actually Ludwig Reinhardt, one of Mysterio's who? IDs. Yeah. Oh, okay. From, and okay. by the way, and by the way, here's the test of your guys' knowledge. I'm sure, especially J.R. This is not the only Amazing Spider-Man 24 where we had Mysterio involved with a psychiatrist. Oh, the Ditko, where he's the going Ditko crazy thing, the where, where Mysterio nice pretended, m- to be, pretended to be a psychiatrist to try to trick Spider-Man into oh, he was pretty mad. good. And now we've got a reversal of that. I and didn't I think of that. Before. That's pretty good. And I love the way also the way that when the psychiatrist sees Kindred in there, he basically says, well, as you all know, that the psychiatry is an exact science. And <laughs> he just kind of like leaves. <laughs> that was I pretty good. That was great. Yeah. I like how this issue was kind of, you know, it's a filler, 
mm-hmm. for uh, number 25 that's coming up, but it also gets you really excited for it, number 25. It does. Right. It does. Mm-hmm. It, not, not a lot happens, but at the same time, a lot of stuff happens. Mm-hmm. So um, uh, there's another panel where he's using those centipedes, like Doc Ock's arms where he kills Mysterio. Yeah. That's very implied, Doc Ock. Yeah, I think that's actually meant to throw us off. Okay, because I, I, for one thing, we've on the on the Discord, we've got like a a potential list of candidates, Mm -hmm. and not and none of them have like the magic. We it fills every single category, and it's like certain certain ones fill out certain qualifications for who this character is. My personal running theory is that like he's an amalgam of all the people that. Peter has indirectly affected, or it could be like pre one more day Peter. But the point is that Spencer does a very good job of not only slow burning kindred, but also kind of making us aware of just how powerful he is. If you look at it, the, uh, the homage to Doc Ock, he's got three centipedes going after him. Iron spider and iron spider has three. So there that's a little homage. Let's look at the panel where it says, I'm sorry, Mike. I was going to say that Adam Winchell made a very interesting point. Um, it says he's wondering because you've got he's thinking, what if Kindred is Ashley Kafka? Kafka being referenced to um, Kafka, to, um, nope, to, who to, to Franz is? Kafka, who right? No, Kafka is reference to Franz Kafka, who wrote the Metamorphosis, which is about a guy who turns into a bug, and Ooh. the fact that this what? and the fact that Kindred is using centipedes. What book yeah, is Frank, that? That's um that is uh you know that Ashley Kafka is named after the author Franz Kafka. Franz Kafka wrote The Metamorphosis and The Metamorphosis is a story about a a man who wakes up as an insect. And what do we see Kindred doing? He's using insects and bugs and everything oh, as so a at, there is a real life Kafka and that's what the homage is from Spencer? Yeah, probably. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I there's have- a probably yeah, a little literary thing, but just going to throw out there. So. Yeah. A little uh, small pro that I had was the flashback to, um, was it Web Spinners? Mm-hmm. Is that what it was called? Where yeah. it had uh, Mysterio and the Spider Devil and J. Jonah Jameson. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. like that, that felt to me like a really deep cut. And the fact that mm-hmm. Spencer knows all this stuff, he's respectful of all the canon that came before. Um, I was saying in the chat role that, you know, once he finally sadly leaves us, he needs to either be the new Spidey editor or like a continuity, <laughs> Spidey continuity cop going forward. Cause I mean, mm-hmm. he really, really knows this. He knows his and deep cuts. Yeah. So Brad, like you that. were, you were saying that, uh, Kindred might be Doc Ock, right? I, I, I suspect it might, it, it has, if he's, if Spencer's on a cleanup tour, he's, it, he, it seems like, that moment where they swap brains has something to do with this character. We've I'm already glad you brought that up. The Discord debunked yeah. that. If you see in the panel where you know he actually states that, and I can see that it would make you wonder if you were, you know, losing your mind. Yeah, that's 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 that's, that's a big clue right there. That could be right. something mm. either Doc Ock or that could actually be Harry Osborne. I think Mark proposed that. And yeah, like I'm, three, I'm starting three, to see one that more too, because you know. Harry kind of uh, lost his mind when he was the Green Goblin pre one more but, day. But if it's a dream, though, we got to think of like, okay, so this is a person, whoever this guy is. I mean, I don't know if we're. I mean, the, obviously, when we're supposed to like allude to this, this guy is being de- like an actual demon. But if it's just a dude that Spider-Man kind of knows, or whatever this, how is this guy's projecting his 
thoughts into I, his dreams. That's the other weird. That's the thing that kind of. I really think it's a piece of Peter. I I, I really I, think. Oh it, wait a minute! You know what would be really weird? What if it's mind worm? Deep cuts. I hope the YouTube channel got that one. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Different, different, different pro from me. Um, I I appreciate that Spencer is pointing out that hunted is that hunted isn't just being like swept away now that it's over. It's still lingering in the back of Peter's mind. That's probably going to haunt him for some time now. It's glad I'm glad that Spencer isn't just kind of hand waving it away and saying, "Oh, haha, I guess I tangled with Craven in the junk in the woods for a bit." Bears do that. Um, he actually has it like haunting him and Peter's still anxious about what's going on. It's, it's even impacting his relationship with M. Not necessarily impacting, but MJ's noticing it. And I'm glad that he's not just hand-waving it away. Yeah. JR, you had the lowest grade. You had to have some pros out of it. Well, yeah, I did. Um, okay. For one, I mean, I mean, I'm glad to see the story moving along. Uh, we're finally starting to wrap up what we started in issue one, although I kind of figured it was going to be time to this because of Mysterio being in the movie. I'm genuinely interested in who Kindred is. I mean, yeah. sometimes, sometimes, you know, you go through a mystery and it's like, I don't really don't care. No, I, I'm genuinely, Kindred is a genuinely interesting character. Yeah. Uh, and I also like that Spencer is addressing the Mysterio suicide head on. No pun intended. Uh, but, <laughs> so, um, no, I mean, it's just, uh, you know, I see the story moving. I'm interested in who I'm interested in how number 25 is going to resolve itself. I, it I, sounds I, like you're coming around to Spencer. You weren't uh, liking well, the artist named after your own son. Earlier. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't, I, I, again, I, I was about to say, I don't, Lord knows I don't go back and listen to a lot of the podcasts because I can't stand the sight of me or the sound of my own voice. Uh, so it's, there's no telling what I said. Uh, I don't, I think I appreciated what he was doing, but I was just, I've just about had it with Marvel and, yeah. and, um, uh, I, I, I don't know. I, I guess, I, I guess I genuinely, I appreciate what he was doing, but I just didn't think the stories were that interesting. Right. More okay. Keeping with Jr. we're moving on to cons. Oh. I want to hear Jr.'s biggest problem with the issue. Well, the big, the big problem to me is the Mysterio. I mean, the Mysterio psychiatrist scene is 10 pages long. You know, I mean, that is just too long, too much. I mean, I, too, it, it, I think it could have been done shorter and it could have been more meaningful, but it just keeps getting drawn out. And to me, it just brings the whole issue kind of thudding. Um, and that, that, that was my, my but it had a nice twist at the end. Well, it was inside Peter's brain, but it, but it was too yeah, long perfect. coming. I mean, you know, I like the idea of Mysterio on the couch in his costume. Yeah, that's funny. Uh, I didn't actually, the thing is it bugged me and I know, I know why it was done because, you know, if it had just been Mysterio's globe, you know, you can't convey emotion with just mm -hmm. the globe, but seeing Mysterio's face in the globe just bugged me. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but uh, it, um, but and, and then like the first, the first page when we see Peter, I mean, for some reason it looks like he's got buck teeth, you know, and that kind of, you know, but uh, no, that was my, that was my primary gripe was that just the middle was just too laden, um, too with, much, uh, too much setup for the next issue. Huh? Yeah, it, well, just, it was too long, and and you know you kind of are saying variations of the same thing. You know, say his name, no, say his name, no, say his name, no. <laughs> you know, okay. Uh, cons are the rest of you. 
I think my biggest con is an issue that Mike had with issue 24, and that's the long-term ramifications of mm-hmm. kin- of Kindred, in this case. K- Spencer has done a fantastic job setting up this centipede worm villain, mm-hmm. and the problem is that he's done such a good job that I don't know if any if any answer will be satisfying. Like, he's yeah. Done- he he's set himself such a high bar and this is not meant to knock Spencer for the quality of his writing. He's done a fantastic job setting this villain up and establishing him in all these different plot points, but he set himself such a high bar that any reveal of who it is, no matter who it is or what it is, it's going to inevitably be less impactful than we wanted it to be. It's almost as if the mystery of the character is. I don't know. I think Spencer can deliver this one. I'm not saying he can't deliver, but I'm just saying he set himself up to the point where, like, no matter what, there will be some kind of twinge of could have been better because the hype has been built up so much that inevitably he's going to. Hurt. Yeah, there's got to be a thing about Kindred here that is, I mean, it, there's a connection here with Spider-Man, and like, depending on who this Kindred really is, it could, like, I think Neil's kind of got a point. Yeah. It can either be, like, oh my gosh, we something we didn't see coming, or it could be one of these really, oh, if it turns out to be some really obscure, like, character we had no idea like who it is like if they like it's a similar to say something like what happened with uh like with venom like when when when, when venom reveals himself to be eddie brock and 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 farmer's like oh it's eddie brock and nobody has ever and none of the readers yeah that was readers, gonna we never dumb. heard and yeah we never heard of this eddie brock guy Th- before. this one has so, a better build-up than eddie brock oh absolutely it does yeah um my main con with this thing is i feel like it's kind of similar to JR's point. This kind of felt too much like an appetizer. And I wanted to kind of get the main meal here. I'm kind of well, you're gonna pay seven ninety nine. You're gonna pay seven ninety nine for that main meal next it's, month. Yeah, you got two more it's, days, got a couple more days until the thing comes out. But man, it was know. just like this was like, you know, you're thinking to myself, why am I getting this appetizer? Why are we going to why are we getting all this Mysterio backstory stuff? Why can't we get into this? We want to get into the kindred <laughs> no. thing. Felt like um, Spencer it felt like it felt like Spencer kind of flexing his Mysterio knowledge. Weird flex, question, but okay. Question yeah. for you. That we, I don't think a villain, a newly created villain, has stuck around since Carnage, and no. that was in 1992. Can you guys name a vill- yeah. a new villain that has stuck around for decades? The only one, the well, Morlin. decades, Morlin, Morlin. Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah, Morlin. I, mean, uh, I can't name one. another one though. Um, the only one that's probably the closest one was probably Mr. Negative. Yeah, not for decades. He's only been around for like the past 10 years. Not, like necessarily, yeah. not necessarily in terms of popularity, but Screwball's kind of stuck around Spider-Man. Uh, no. Uh, I don't know. Well, in the video again, game, not, she's in the, not in the PS4 Not popularity, one, yeah. but more not necessarily out of being a popular character, but she's it, still it, been here. It would be neat if Kindred is such a cool reveal. And boy, do we have high hopes, it sounds like. Yeah, yeah. That uh, he will stick around. Here's Going the thing. Or she. We don't. I don't. Yeah. Well, we don't, the, Mark the, and I actually made a point about that. Like the solicitation, uh, what Marvel says, like, uh, who is he? Okay. There you go. So they, they did establish that it is a male character, it, but that could be a misdirection. That could be. Yeah, it it, yeah. What would you guys prefer? And by the way, we lost Javi. His, his battery died. So thank you, Javi mm-hmm. for being Rip. on the show. Uh, real quick, what would be a more, uh, uh, enjoyable outcome? If this fixes one more day, 
if this fix or if it fixes um, Harry Osborne or if it's something else, what would you guys prefer? Fix one more day. But here's yeah. the thing is that um, it, it, you can't necessarily fix one more day in terms of like just saying, oh, just erasing everything. The problem is that 10 plus years have gone by outside of just Spider-Man that changing up the post one more day continuity would be catastrophically different from the rest of the MU. Mm. So, mm. so I, it, I would want, I, I think on his fixing tour, I think one more day is on Spencer's to-do list. And I think this yeah. might be mm. it again. I, uh, I don't, well, I, I think, the thing is, though, with Kindred, if this is if this is his solution for fi- for fixing one more day, it seems like too obvious in a way because that's what we're supposed to, as readers we're supposed to meant to think that Kindred is mm-hmm. oh that's how he's going because with especially tying in with Mysterio and stuff like that. I'm kind of thinking that this is some kind of like oh that he's not really a demon but rather just an elaborate you know hoax doing some kind of yeah it's elaborate hoax thing <laughs> or something like this. <laughs> you know the, yeah it's basically he's pulling a Mysterio on Mysterio essentially. Um, but I think so. I was kind of thinking my crazy idea was that Kindred was actually Carly Cooper. But then the whole thing with, but then in mm-hmm. fact, he's influencing Peter's dreams completely threw that out the window and yeah. kind of like, like I'm like thinking now I'm really kind of, you know, JR, would you be upset is. if Kindred is Harry Osborne? No. Would you like that idea? Yes. Why? Um, well, uh, first of all, let me backtrack. I thought, I thought originally that. Kindred, now that we know its name, was originally female because of the way he, I guess, got so upset over Peter involving the black cat in one of his adventures mm-hmm. or whatever. You know, it yeah. just kind of seemed like a sisterhood thing. You know, how dare you bring her into this and right. dra- drag her into your hell, you know, and uh, and plus seems to, you know, not want Mary Jane mm-hmm. to get hurt. Um, but and then the, just the way it was drawn, Kindred was drawn a couple of times. I thought it looked female, but apparently it's not. No, I, I, I see here this. I Harry's another character who should have stayed dead um, because they've just not done anything with him, really. Um, they haven't. They gave another kid and it changed his name. Yeah. They, and, and see, the thing is, Liz is in firmly in charge of, quote unquote, Alchemex Oscorp. You know, uh, you know, Harry's not even in charge of that. Um, I mean, he's just nothing has happened. And to me, one of the one of the Osbournes needs to be dead. Okay, one of the Osborne because that feeds the the wrath and anger of the other Osborne. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So you know, I mean, and again, I mean, I, I I know the appeal of the I understand the appeal of my greatest enemy is my best friend, but I think Norman is just a better character. Norman is a bad guy. He's a bad guy through and through. Harry is a confused kid or a confused young man or whatever. But no, I I wouldn't. I, I and, and see the way he talks though, the way he refers to Peter as Pete indicates i mean and i really never even thought about it being harry until i read dark mark's article so i have to give props i have to give props to dark mark because it never occurred to me but you know usually sometime you know if it were like someone like ashley kafka for whatever who didn't know peter parker's identity but people you know would i think she would call him peter um norman osborne doesn't call pete him pete or norman osborne calls him peter did Ben, Uh, ben riley ever call him pete well, that's why I'm saying somebody who knows him. I mean, that's why I'm yeah. thinking. Yeah. 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 I mean, there's a familiarity because there. A, an, an aspect of Peter would call himself Pete. 
I mean, but, but it's just what you did, you know, I mean, just, just, there's a seething anger and, you know, who was angrier except for the, the final scene or whatever, who was angrier at Peter Parker there, you know, at the end of their life than Harry. (laughs) Well, that's, that's kind of why I thought it might've been Carly initially, because we had that random appearance of Carly in an earlier issue. And then also she's called him Pete too. And also the kindred's motivations here, it seems to be more about like Peter is the one who is ruining people's lives. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's, and so it doesn't, she doesn't, this person, Kindred does not have a beef as a beef with like Mary Jane or any of the other supporting casting like this. It's that this idea that, that, the more people kind of seem to be involved with him, with him as with Peter Parker and Spider-Man, the worse off they are. So I think that's kind of, mm. so again, it kind of that, shows that, that to Carly. Yeah, it I, does. Yeah. And that's that what would be on again, the cleanup tour. <laughs> I think another, yeah. I, I think another player we need to keep our eyes on is Nora Winters because she's been popping up in and out with mm. random frequency throughout Spencer's run, like picking up old journalist friends and we don't know what she's doing, but I have a feeling that in some way, they are connected whether or not it's tangential or like direct i think that's up to be discovered adam in youtube chat says anybody remember the final adventure miniseries tendril tendril looks like kindred and rags to me i don't remember that character yep and you you asked brad um if you think kindred has staying power uh i don't think so and i'm gonna explain why real quick the problem is that Spencer is setting up Kindred very specifically for a long, drawn-out confrontation with Peter, whether or not it's psychological or physical. And that is going to culminate in a large storyline. Now, or I'm assuming, just because of the amount of attention this character has gotten. Now, when the character is finally revealed, or if there is a reveal period, um, the mystique of that character kind of loses impact going forward. So he's only really... the appeal of kindred being like this mass figure who's being slow burn developed over time kind of loses in, kind of loses their impact after they've been unmasked and okay. so going going forward i don't think that kindred would have the appeal of put, being put in a book like doctor strange or whatever other mystical books are out there like the asgard let's, let's yeah. go over before we wrap the show up let's go over uh peter do you think it's related to one more day or harry or something else go ahead I think uh, Kindred is uh, maybe related more to Harry after reading Mark's review than One More Day. I think Spencer will address One More Day. Absolutely. I think that's coming up because we saw that in issue number one where Peter said there's something missing. And then the panel showed Mary Jane's hand where a ring finger should be. So Mm, that implies the whole finger is missing. (laughs) Well, you know, uh, go ahead. And then, uh, um, with that maybe i'm kindred i just called him pete (laughs) 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 um you know if if he kindred is revealed to be um harry i can totally see marvel their next crossover after maximum carnage or maximum absolute carnage absolute carnage yeah whatever (laughs) um totally doing a mephisto centric crossover oh yeah because mephisto as neil as we've talked about in these satellites he's been popping up all over the place Mm -hmm. he recently has anyone here read the most recent issue of mark wade's dr strange run okay Uh, so this this is actually important so and this is kind of my proposal of how it's mephisto related is that 
in order to free Clea and Clea's mother from Mephisto's clutches, and this is Mephisto in a different hell, because Johnny Blaze is currently the current king of big hell, and there's all these little hells, and Mephisto is like the ruler of this small subset where Master Pandemonium has been in Superior Spider-Man. And so Doctor Strange visits Mephisto, and in order to free Clea and Clea's mother, he makes a small bargain with Mephisto. And the, and the bargain is that as long as it doesn't involve death or someone dying, Strange owes him one favor. Hold and on. Like, so did Loki. <laughs> Hold on. Wait, wait, didn't in Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man, Strange warn Spider-Man not to make those oh, kind I, of deals? Yeah. I made a joke about it on the Discord that Strange says, no, Peter, don't make deals with the devil. He just makes the exact same thing. Oh, wow. But yeah, I no. think but I think that that's important because I bet that Strange that Strange's bargaining, that Strange's favor is going to be getting Mephisto back in control of hell. Mm-hmm. And, and, and take that, out Johnny Blaze, and that sets up whatever December is related, whatever the December related event is. Yeah, because so, he's appear because Johnny Blaze is appearing in Avengers to do like the race through hell with yeah. Robbie Reyes, and so mm-hmm. I think that's going to play. I want a- Danny Ketch back. I, he's in this Absolute Carnage book. He's on the cover of. Um, yeah. He's on Pat Gleason's promo for the 2019 that's season. Cool. Mm. So we got we got Peter thinking it's related to Harry. We got Jr. thinking it's related to Harry, right? Yeah, I'll throw my head in the Harry ring. Mike, who do you think it's related to? Oh, one more day, Harry or something else? I'm thinking something else. Okay, it's okay. either the, the the I'm I'm kind of still live with my Carly thing. I could be my out there thing is mindworm again. Someone mentioned in the YouTube chat, mindworm. It Paul Jenkins did kill him, but that doesn't yeah, mean anything. Did. That, that means nothing. Mean That's right. Yeah. Death it's is, like, you know, yeah. Death is meaningless in the Marvel universe. Apparently. Okay. We so, got two Harrys, a something else. Neil, what are you? I'm settling into the pre one more day Peter camp. One more day. Okay. You're or one more day camp. I am also a one more day camper. I suspect it's going one more day ish. We will find out. Hopefully, are we going to find out in 25 or is it we're going to drag this on? I'm assuming the 25 is going to be an M- they said it's an MJ centric story. So I think it's going to shed Yay. some light details and then kind of slow burn until the end of year right. two. Real quick, uh, Terry Dodson had a cover of Mary Jane with what looked like a costume. Like a cat hat. Like a cat-looking hat on the top of her. Peter, are we getting an amazing Mary Jane book? If we do, then I'm I'm definitely reviewing that. I've already got the blessing from Mohammed to do that, so... Do we we want... you got the blessing from me. What? <laughs> <laughs> there's okay. There's two cost spacers on here that are really uh, focused in. I know. Uh, so, but Mohammed's been here on the cross space longer than I am. Dude, so that's why. I, I think Marvel would be dumb not to make a Mary Jane ongoing. They just well, gave DC Black has Cat done one? a great job with uh, Lois. Lois Lane. Yeah. yeah so. The question is whether or not MJ has the selling power, and I know that people are going to say we're we're biased and we'll say, oh yeah, MJ totally has the power to sell a book. But we've are, most of the spider books, and those are characters who have like I don't want to say well, staying power. They they're already selling in the low twenty eight k's. I don't want a Mary Jane with superpowers book. No, no. no. And no. I, I what whatever is going to happen to her is coming up in the next couple of issues mm-hmm. that will set her up. I suspect to her ongoing or miniseries or whatever. Um, 
does anybody want Mary Jane with powers? Do we want to spin her at? Is that what no, her name was? No, no, no. I mean, it's it, it was fun during the renew your vows, and that was oh, red. Part. It's kind of a gimmick thing. I don't no, want to say gimmick, a gimmick. But, and I, I mean, honestly, if I were if they were going to do a Mary Jane uh, miniseries, I would really want two people to write it. Um, if if Spencer couldn't do it, um, Gail Simone. I think mm. she would do a really good Mary Jane, um, and that would sell. And uh, Jody, I forgot her last name, but she's Jody Howder. Yeah, she should do uh, um, the Mary Jane. And if Ryan Otley is gonna not do uh, Amazing Spider Man with Nick Spencer, I think uh, who's that new artist coming in? Neil, who's Pat Gleason? Yeah, him. Oh, okay. If he's going to be doing uh, uh, Amazing Spider-Man, get well, they're Otley working, on they're, working, they're working together. Otley is confirmed he's staying, and he's actually in September solicits, and then Pat Gleason, I think, is coming in afterwards. Right. Well, so whoever, to just get you know someone that can you know follow through with the story. And oh, I, only, I think that would Adam be. says that Mary Jane could be the red cat, which was the Mary Jane <laughs> black cat variant on that cover. I don't like that. My, no. my, own, my only caveat for Simone taking on a Mary Jane book would be make it a small book, like a three issue miniseries. Because one of my problems I've had with Simone's overall writing is that when you give her too much room to work with, she kind of has trouble filling in the blanks. So making it making giving her limited room to work with gives her time to sharpen her what she has. Hmm. Cool. All right, let's do final thoughts. Uh JR, final thoughts. Wow. Uh, final thoughts was, well, I'm surprised that everybody thought I was going to hate Far From Home. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> that was the last show. This, this oh, is the review the show of the, show. the, the comics. Show. Well, uh, this is the show. No, I'm looking forward to 25. Looking forward to 25. Yeah, I, I do hope they resolve the mystery. Maybe not end the story, but I think if they draw it out anymore, it's going to uh, give us, it. give us a few more it, clues. You're hoping it's an origin of, of Kindred? <laughs> yeah, I hope they establish yeah. the identity of Kindred and then if they want to if then, then if they want to like would maybe wait for the final confrontation, that's fine. But I don't think they all draw the identity thing right. out any further. Final thoughts, Neil. This is a good month for Spider-Man. I'm kind of I'm waiting. I'm really looking forward to number 25. Okay. Final thoughts, Peter. Pete. Yeah, same thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of way, uh, Pete, uh, Mary Jane did say Pete in this comic. But mm-hmm. we're just going to throw that. She's not kindred <laughs> because it's a he. Um, but yeah, it's a good month for Spider-Man. I'm really looking forward to 25. I've never asked you this. Did your yeah. parents like Spider-Man and name you Pete? Peter? No. No. no, no, <laughs> no. You're not named after any famous Peter, Peter no. from history. Okay. It just kind of worked out. Your famous, worked, yeah, your right. favorite hero is also named Peter. Yeah. You, my, Mike, my, my name, Brad is a jerk and far from home. It didn't work <laughs> yeah. too, much, too well yeah. for me. <laughs> Brad, the right, Brad. There, is there any other Brad's in Spider-Man lore? Jr. But no, no, jerk I, I, and, oh, heavy that, breathing intensity. But I was and actually when I saw the this Brad that he that the 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 the, the douchebag in the uh, movie was named Brad. It reminded me. It reminded me of Brad in Superman Three. Wasn't uh, like Brad. Oh, the, 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 that, oh, the was, guy that, that Lana. That was actually what I was thinking when I when I saw this. You didn't Brad think of David. me. I'm I'm glad. Yeah, well, I, no, I, I, there are a lot of other very negative kind of things that bring you up. Uh, but not that one. Uh, 
<laughs> no, I, I actually that was what I was thinking of was that there was some kind of homage yeah. to that character in Superman three, and then and then I saw that well, it's actually a, a riff on that one character that appeared one eighty eight. Final thoughts, Mike. Um, well, I'm kind of very piqued about to see what the amazing Spider-Man 25 or, or is it now 826 yes um, I mean hopefully we are going to get some answers and I kind of agree with JR I do not want to see this Kendrick thing drag out I do not want to see it become another like hobgoblin mystery where it goes yeah. on for like you know and they like oh God. You know, yeah it's like yeah when you find out like oh it's you know where you know what where Rogers where, but I think Spencer knows who this guy is and I think he's, I think yeah. he's definitely setting things up so Hopefully we'll get some we'll get some in, we'll get some much needed more intrigue and even if it doesn't get answers it will still be a good story coming out. Yeah, so. it's been a fun ride till now I think. Mm-hmm. It could could land flat next issue. We don't know. Yeah, we will yeah. find out soon enough. Good way to close your mm-hmm. one. Well, that's a wrap on that episode. Before we go, I want to remind you one more time about Patreon.com/crawlspace. Uh, it helps support our website and also our podcast hosting. It helps us pay the bills and make sure that more episodes like this one that you just listened to come out in the future. As a thank you to members of our Patreon club, you get uh, monthly uh, episodes that are exclusive to Patreon members only, like our Sp- Spider Satellite Show, where we usually review at least 15 books because Marvel's not letting up uh, releasing Spider books, multiple Spider books. Also, we've got some uh, fun, exclusive shows coming up in the future with cosplayers. And uh, we also recently did an episode where we examined who the Santa Demon is. <clears throat> what I think, I think they've changed his name to Kindred. But I think Santa Demon sounds cool. Anyway, uh, one more time, log on to patreon.com slash crawlspace. Thanks, everybody.